On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks fall to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And there's one reason why. Talk about that coming up. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. Now back to the Mavericks, NBA champions. If you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager, the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. The best way you can help us grow the show, including after losses. <laughs> is to comment anything below. Let us know. What's one change you want the Mavericks to make going forward? Want Jason Kidd to make? Want Nico Harrison to make? Could be anything. Want Mark Cuban to make? You want better, like, hot dog options in the concourse? I don't know. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The Mavalier man, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? All right, guys, you can blame me. I'll take the reason for Nick, Nick <laughs> T. at the beginning and said, uh, hey, I'll give you one reason why the Mavs lost. It was my fault. Here's why. Getting I right showed up to it. the game. I got my got my Chipotle and got to the game, ate dinner at the arena. I'm imagining you eating eating Chipotle burrito courtside now, because when you texted me, you're courtside. <laughs> Setting courtside. You just know, sitting there with a the burrito. <laughs> watching watching the Cavs warm up. My wife calls and she's crying, saying my dog was our dog was having a seizure. Whoa. And I freak out. Yeah, so I just r- run to the press box, get my stuff, leave, meet meet them at meet my whole family at this vet ER thing, and she ends up being fine, so it's good. I'm really close to my dog, so I was like freaking out too. Uh, but there was a brief moment that I was going to miss this game and miss the post game pod. Yeah, I thought I was going to go I, solo. I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be. It, we had and it would have been a mass win. I was going to say know? we had broken the streak and it was back. We were back on the winning when I went solo. But yeah, it could have been a mass win. But I got to watch the game, and it, uh, you know, and then I'm like, oh, Mavs lost because <laughs> I because I watched the game. So the Mavs lose this game, ninety to hundred and five. This has to be their worst offensive performance that they've had this season, okay. right? Maybe the maybe the. I was trying to figure out if this streak was going to define the season <laughs> of games. Dude. It's not their worst. Houston or Orlando, those two losses are, are worse than this one. But it's it's getting close to that, where it was the worst one. Uh, I, I did see a lot of Cavs people, a couple Cavs people say that this was their best defensive game of the season. And let's start there. The reason why the Mavericks lost this game is they got outclassed. Outgunned, yeah. outmanned, outnumbered, outplanned. Like, whatever you want to say. They got outclassed. Like I was thinking on the way to the arena today. There's Luca. You take if you do a draft of these two teams, you take Luca number one. Mm. Then you take all four of the Cavs, right? Like you take Mitchell, Garland, Mobley, and Allen in whatever order you'd like. And then maybe you take Dinwiddie. Maybe you take Wood. Like Karis Levert is in there somewhere. Say, then, but, it's, then it's Levert versus Dinwiddie. And yeah, it's Christian Levert Wood. versus Dinwiddie, Christian Wood, Dorian Hardaway. Like it, it's all that. But there's four Cavs in between Luca and the next best one, like the next best Mav. And so you're just looking at this team that also matches up really well against the Cavs, or matches up really well against the Mavs. They have these two bigs that are just gonna they can switch out on switch out on 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 Luca. Jared Allen switched out on Luca a couple times. Mobley switched out on Luca, and he just he has no person like super take advantage of even garland and mitchell who normally he'd be able to just 
post up, post up, post up. Like, as soon as Luca posts up, posts up, posts up, he gets in the lane, and Mobley or Allen are over there, like these huge seven-foot guys to throw the double on, and they're quick enough to recover even if he gets a pass off quickly. So it's just a really hard team for the Mavericks to play against matchup-wise. They're the second-best defense in the NBA for a reason, and we saw every bit of it tonight in this game. Yeah, they're a lot of fun, man. And, yeah. and you know, I'm with you that it's just they just played a much better team. Like, you know, Cleveland is a – you know, I feel like they're a lock them in as a top five or six team, you know, there in the Eastern Conference that, I mean, are you, are you shocked, shocked if Cleveland makes it to the Eastern Conference finals? Like I'm, well, the way the Celtics and the Bucks are, I, I would be a little bit, but not shocked. Like, not like flabbergasted. I may yeah, be but shocked, like, but not flabbergasted. They're right in that next group, I think, of what's, teams. What's the levels of it? It's like mild surprise, like surprise, shocked, surprise. flabbergasted. Really? Florida is Florida uh, in there somewhere, <laughs> but they're they're a fun team to watch. And you know Mitchell. So <clears throat> where I watched this game at home, uh, the halftime sh- show. I, I think it was the third quarter. They cut to Devin Harris, uh, who was in the Bally Sports Live thing, and Devin said this quick, line, quick I, plug for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Uh, well, we got to give uh, Dana some love. Dana, Shout out to Dana Larson. She's awesome. Friend of the pod. Um, and Devin's awesome too, but. Uh, Devin said, Devin said this line and I actually like laughed out loud. He said, Mitchell's playing angry versus the team that got him traded. Hold on. Wait, do the, do the Devin one with it. Thank you. Pretend like he's saying it. This is Devin. I actually have Devin's Jersey up here behind me too. Uh, Devin quotes this (laughs) for the audio listeners. I held up a picture of Devin Harris, a signed picture of Devin Harris. Yeah. I'll repeat it again. Since, you know, Nick was back here with him as a millennium Falcon. (laughs) He said Mitchell's playing angry versus the team that got him traded. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I, I started like laughing at that, but it, like honestly, I think there was a little something about it. It seemed like he had a little bit extra in him tonight. Of all right, this team embarrassed me in the playoffs, and yeah, I blew up the team, and yeah, he's he's probably pretty happy not being Utah anymore and wearing those jerseys. He's on a better team. Yeah, he's on a, he's on a good team, and so. But it did feel like he had a little extra in him tonight, and he played pretty dang good basketball. And they played well into the fourth quarter, even when Jason Kidd pulled out the you know the, like the the garbage time minute players. Yeah, uh, Tyler Dorsey and and McKinley Wright and all them included. Like Mitchell was still on the court, so you know that it it may have meant just a little bit more for him personally. And the rest of the the Cavs kind of they've really galvanized around him. He had thirty four points in this game, thirteen of twenty from the field, six of nine. Um, he he just really led the way for them. And then you had, what, five other Cavs in double figures. They were just feeding off of the, the attention that Mitchell was that Mitchell got. Like, they just can get easy. All of them can get easy buckets if everybody is, you know, trying to go after Mitchell, which the Mavericks were at some points. You just can't double him the same way that, like, Luka can get doubled on the Mavs, right? It just doesn't work that same way. Um, I thought that – I'm going to say something crazy. Can I say something crazy? Whoa! This game was so bad it's, it's me. for the Mavs. They scored 90 points. But I do feel like if this was a playoff series, I think the Mavs might figure it out and they would win a, they would win two or three games against this Cavs team. Is that the definition of figuring it out? <laughs> I mean, they, 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 they wouldn't get dominated. The like, the way that this game went, if you just looked at this game, you'd be like, oh, well, they'd get swept four games. But I feel like the Mavs would have nah. figured it out. Like, I think there are things for the Mavs to figure out. They just, it just felt like a feel-out game, game one. They just, they only, it's only one game that they have. I don't know if I would be confident in them winning the series. That's that's not what I said. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> well, you're like, you know what? I think they'd figure it out and win two games. <laughs> sure, yeah. I, they wouldn't get swept. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you want me to go full hot take with it? You want me to go all the way? <laughs> Isaac, you know what? I think I think after one feel-out game, Luca would figure this team out, and he'd beat them in five. <laughs> Luca did really like the switch with Jared Allen. And he shouldn't I have. <laughs> I didn't have, like, I wanted to pull up the stats of, like, you know, each time he was switched off with Allen. But he really liked it, and he kept on. It made me go back to that conversation we had with Dinwiddie on media day. <laughs> <laughs> when when did when he was telling us you know that whole story with Luca and how assisted told him like hey you know when you get this switch it's a low point for, for PVP um against that player and maybe you know shouldn't like go at it and for Luca was like no I'm gonna go, <laughs> go yeah. after player A not player B and Luca's like no I'm going after player A I don't care I'm going after the guy that it even felt though the- like that story <laughs> for sure for sure because I'm like I don't know if Jared Allen is that big of a mismatch but you know Luca can score on anybody so I'm not gonna say anything. You know, we talked about the one reason that the Mavericks lost. There are many more reasons the Mavs lost. We just want—I just wanted something in the, in the cold open to get to uh, to get your attention, and, uh, uh, and it worked. If you're still you're here, just lying. No, 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 Nick's Nick's just doing this so he can get a high grade when it comes to like cold opens for all the. All <laughs> Who the does shows the? I'm the one network. that does the grading. I'm the one that goes around all the shows. Nick's telling all the shows, "Hey, listen to this cold open," and then they're not listening to the rest. They of the don't show, care like, the rest of the day. They're just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, listen, you just flat out lied. That's not even a, like, a real cold open. Hey, hey, Christmas time is coming. How many times have you lied to your children so far this season? Oh, no, because I don't do that stupid elf on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, if you're at home, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, Nick just lied to me. If you're doing the elf on the shelf, like, you know. Pot call, pot call in the ghetto. Coming up, though, there's a bunch of other reasons Mavericks lost this game. And there's a couple of them that I think really stand out. One of them, we got to talk about Luca. And we also got to talk about the two stretches in this game where the Mavericks really lost this game with decisions Jason Kidd made. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, sometimes you have these streaming services and you're like, this can't be it, right? I've scrolled through all of Netflix. I've seen all of it. There, there's no way that you're. That this is all that you have to offer for the money that I'm paying for the streaming service. We all know that ExpressVPN can unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. I don't know if you guys know this, but different countries have different versions of streaming services. I'll be on Reddit and there'll be like the the movies Reddit or the the streaming Reddit or something like that and all of a sudden or Disney Plus Reddit for is a good example. You're on there and all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, this show was made available in Disney Plus Australia." And I'm like, "That's not even like a show that we get here like <laughs> that we get in the US. You can get access to those kind of shows, everything, even The Office on Netflix. Did you know that The Office is on Netflix? It is in the UK. You can get access to that with ExpressVPN, the ExpressVPN app. If you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, go to expressvpn.com slash lockdown right now. You can get extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash lockdown, expressvpn.com slash locked on to learn more. Also, imagine this. You're hanging out with some friends. You're putting back a few drinks, maybe after a Mavs loss or maybe after a Mavs win. A few becomes too many. The evening comes to an end and people start to head out and you think about calling for a ride and then you're like, nah, you know, I live really close. I can make it. It's not that far of a drive. No big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that can happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You hurt someone. Everyone knows about the risk of drunk driving. The results are tragic and often deadly. 
However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, Isaac Harris, the Dallas Mavericks lose this game to the Cavs. We talk about how they got outclassed. The Cavs have a lot more talent. They have a lot more options, but I felt like there were a couple other reasons that we really needed to talk about that the Mavericks lost. And I think one of them is Luka. He scores, he scores 30 points in this game. He's only nine of 23. And I'm not wanting to come up here and be like, well, Luka's the reason why this team can't win. But guess what? Luka's the reason why this team does win, right? So if they don't, like if he's off just a little bit, they're going to lose game. They're going to lose these games. He has to be just on his A game. That streak to start the season when he scored 30 plus points or 35 points and the Mavericks would win and he didn't score 30 points and the Mavericks would lose. That's not on accident. He has to be on his absolute apex best game at all times for them to win games this season so far. And even though he scored 30 points, he was not at his best this tonight. No, he wasn't. You know, he had his free throws, so that was uh, that was awesome. That was him. good. You know, t- Ten of eleven uh, for him. I mean, like you said, he did put up thirty points on the night, but uh, yeah, it just wasn't wasn't the best Luca performance. You know, there's uh, there was some body language stuff, some you know reaction to teammate stuff. That I'm like, oh, I don't know if I you know love that, but it, that's kind of like. What were you gonna say something? Well, when, when I when I say that when Luca's off, like I, I watched him from early on, like I have my my Sharks binoculars and I'm looking around and and watching Luca and stuff, and like he was he just seemed off. It didn't seem like he was his head was really in the game. I'm not gonna do the full High School Musical dance, but it didn't seem like his head was in the game. Put your head in the game. <laughs> and um and it seemed like he was just off. Like maybe there was something else not not in in the game that was distracting him maybe he was just tired he, he had this he had another one of those what are those like shoulder things that like the, the k tape yeah the I k mean, the, he had that k tape that was like in a different formation maybe that was but maybe his shoulder was bothering him like it was something else but there's something that was was bothering him and honestly it's wild that if luca is bothered by something that this mavs team can, like loses games like that right like the Mavs yeah. just get fully dominated from the start they're down what two to 16 to start the game because Luca's head is not necessarily in the game you could tell he was deferring to Dinwiddie a little bit early on in the game and you're just like oh no <laughs> here it comes where the Mavs just aren't going to win this game because he's not in it and it's wild that that's the that's the margin of error this team has so far yeah his his arm looked like a mix of like a basketball net and and like venom yeah I was gonna say the, the venom suit <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think if we just go to his teammates, you know, you you would say the next three best scores on the team are in some order: Dinwiddie, Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway Jr. And especially when Luca has a quote off-ish night, even though he said thirty. Yeah, yeah. All three of those dudes combined for thirty-three points. Like you just can't. Like they're just not gonna win, and I think that's the testament to the whole roster thing that we talk about. For sure, and it's like they just can't afford. You know, the only way they're gonna win games when Luca has an off-ish night is if you know it's one of those crazy games where Tim hits seven threes or you know Christian Wood puts up twenty-five off the bench or something like that. So, um. This is unfortunate. I think there's a, a multiple multiple reasons when you look at this game and say they lost the game. It was uh, their defense too. I mean, 
Cleveland shot fifty three percent from the field in this game. You look yeah. at points in you look at points in the paint in this game. Dallas had twenty six points in the paint. Cleveland had fifty two. Matt, fifty two to twenty six difference points in the paint in that. Which you know that's not a, a shocker in this because Dallas doesn't. It's not like they. It, it's a little bit of a de- defensive scheme to try to you know get people off three point line and force them to the paint a little bit. But they also don't have a defensive anchor. Um, outside of Davis Bertans, <laughs> the vertical king. <laughs> Who Dude. said who said who said Dallas lost their Latvian paint protector? <laughs> well, the Latvian paint protector did he did he play tonight? But the the Nuggets scored ninety eight points in the paint against the Wizards tonight. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, but you know, going into this game, you knew it was going to be a slower paced game. This Porzingis literally... didn't play. Porzingis didn't play out for all the Porzingis oh, okay. stands. Jeff Green had a uh, nasty poster belly. Um, two literally the two slowest teams in the NBA. You know, the two last place teams when it comes to pace. And so you knew it was going to be a slower, all right, let's just see who can execute better Yeah. Uh, for the most part. When you look at fast break points, Dallas had zero fast break points in this game. Zero. And Cleveland had seven. Yeah. So it's like, all right, this is like who we are. We're just going to run this offense. And Cleveland has a great defense. So it's like, hey, we're not going to get out and run. Then you're going to have to really execute really, really well against a really, really good defense on a night that Luka just didn't really have it fully and that's just and the other guys didn't either and it just didn't work at all um couple mavericks just were really bad tim i thought had an awful game in this one he was one of four from three he only takes four threes that's that's a really bad tim game right like if he's only taking four he's playing 31 minutes he had a couple of turnovers he had three fouls that were were you know i i think all in the the defensive end because he just got i think he got worked on the defensive end a little bit um dwight powell played just under 12 minutes and at the beginning of the game the Mavs just got like run off the floor 2 to 16 I felt like having him in there just wasn't po- wasn't positive at all for the Mavs cuz he can't space the floor yeah. and then he can't really defend against those two bigs either so you're like all right well they really miss Maxi in this What game. are you doing? They did really miss Maxi. Josh was was out in this game as well. Um Frank played 12 and a half minutes and I think did he? I think if anybody else had played those minutes I feel like they would have been good. <laughs> Uh, Frank was. Uh, are you ready for this? Frank was a plus ten. <laughs> oh wait, wait. He was a plus ten. This is a positive world. We'll take the positive. He was plus ten. 10. <laughs> he was plus ten. <laughs> this is where you just gotta throw out plus minus sometimes because you know he had zero points. It, it was tough out there for him a few times, but he was a plus ten in a game they lost by fifteen. Uh, well, and, and all those stats. Like I saw somebody say something recently about like take like stop talking about like uh, offense and defensive rating for one game. And I'm like, you have to put all these numbers into context, right? If I'm using it in a certain way to talk about the efficiency of a game, then you can use it. If I'm using positive plus minus, like I'm about to, there's a reason for it, right? Like there's a couple stretches in this game that I thought that Jason Kidd made a decision that really cost him this game. And let's talk about those coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. Oh, our buddies. They're back. Can we pause the pod for a second? All right. Pause the pod. Great. You got to try this. I'm talking about Built Bar's new reimagined flavors. Cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar, coconut brownie topper, all the flavors that we have loved in the past. Um, chocolate peppermint granola. I, I, that's a heat check. The white white chocolate peppermint granola. That's a heat check, Built Bar. I don't know about that. I don't know about that one personally. <laughs> but the candy cane brownie is amazing. That's one of my favorite bars yeah. every year. I might have to go get some for me right now. Go check out built.com 
Use the promo code LOCKEDON15, all one word, LOCKEDON15, the number one, number five, LOCKEDON15. Use that promo code at Built.com to get the best best protein bars that taste like candy bars. They're absolutely delicious. Again, that's Built.com, promo code LOCKEDON15. All right, Isaac Harris, what'd I do? What did I say? I just, like, best doesn't have an R in it, but. what did I say? Best? Those breast protein bars. <laughs> Is that what I said? I mean, I don't know. Run the tape back. Run the tape back. I thinking about right now. Run but. the tape back. Oh, dang it. We just gave Bates some, some, some material. <laughs> uh, new, new flavor for Built Bar right there. <laughs> sponsored by the boys <laughs> oh. um, I, <laughs> I thought there were two stretches in this game the Mavs really lost it like definitely lost this game one when they started out beginning at the beginning of the game on a 2-16 to 16 drought <laughs> against, the, against the Cavs I thought that starting lineup was just not good do the starters matter? Should but here's the question, Jason. <laughs> here's this: they do if you're not going to play well to start of the game. <laughs> yeah. Should yeah. Jason Kidd have changed the start? He changed the start, the starting the third quarter unit. He put Bullock and he put Christian Wood in there. Should Jason Kidd have changed the starting lineup for this game? Just because of the Perfect. matchup, you're just looking at this team and you're like, obviously. I, mean, I think t- in I think in hindsight it's easier to say that for sure when you get down sixteen two whatever it was. I think foresight should have caught that Dwight Powell was not going to be effective in this game playing against Jared Allen and Mobley because you have yeah. to space the floor against those guys, and that Tim was going to just struggle in this game because of both Garland and Mitchell. And then if he gets switched, that map switch a lot. If they get he gets switched onto either of those bigs, he's toast. Like. Like you're yeah. putting him in a bad spot, really. Yeah, and, and Christian Wood, I thought had some really good stretches. He in was this great. Game. I mean, you know, he was a plus nine in this game. He had 20 points, second leading score on the team. Um, oh, he played 30. Casual. <laughs> he played 35 minutes in this game, um, and yeah. So I mean, he had some tough drives against Jared Allen too. Yeah. I'm like, I was like shocked by my. Like, All right, like take it right at Jared Allen. Obviously, he had a. Um, you know, a couple threes. We had four threes in this game. So, um, you know, he was second best math tonight behind Luka. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in, in hindsight, you look at it and say, yeah, should Christian Wood have started and all that? You know, he put him out there in the second unit. Obviously, Christian Wood struggles on defense, all right? Yeah, That's he did in this game, too. A new thing. Um, but, you know, when they start the second half, how much were they down at halftime? They were down... I was like 19, right? It was by a lot. It was, yeah, somewhere around 20. And they start the second half with Reggie Bullock, Christian Wood, and it's like, all right, it makes sense because you got to score points. You got to come back. The only way you're going to have a comeback is you got to get hot and hit some threes and all that. And Reggie, shocking guys, but uh, Reggie's shooting the ball better as of late. What time is it? Hold on, hold on. December 14th. We're in December. He's shooting 45% from three. As I say, he's a little ahead of schedule because last year started around Christmas, I think. So uh, he's at. We're ahead of schedule, boys and girls. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think when you look back on, it, you're like, hey, could Reggie and, and and Christian Wood have started in this game? Yeah, sure. But I think there's so then so I think Jason Kidd is just so stuck on the rotation and the players that he has now. You can tell by he's just replaced Josh Green with Frank Nilakina to get like the same player in in those minutes. Yeah, he's so stuck on that rotation and this. He'll change things here and there around it but he's so stuck on it that it won't make decisions like this the mavericks are not good enough to have the same starting lineup every game 
right? They're just not. I think you got to make decisions like that. And you got to scout this team, see that you have these disadvantages, and then try a different look just to start the game. Um, the worst thing con- is they, they need continuity. Not I, done. I'm done with the continuity. I'm done. Like Dallas is going to get a seat at the table. <laughs> I'm done. With the, the other stretch of this game that I thought that the Mavericks really struggled midway through the second quarter. Uh, he tried. He put Davis in real quick, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, it was like it was Davis and and Christian Wood, right?" And then he took Wood out, and there was oh, that's n- why I text you. Yeah, then there was no centers, and I texted you. I was like, "Oh no, Jason Kidd's going with no center," and then like almost immediately. When they went no center, Cleveland was on a 17-0 run all of a sudden. And you're like, kid called two timeouts. I think he called two timeouts in that stretch and everything. Like, this is the second quarter, and they went on a 17-0 run, and it was just done. Like, the, like a game was basically done by then. They got it back. They cut it to nine a couple times. But with Luka, you know, like, Luka not being able to go supernova, score 50 or whatever against this team. Like, they just weren't going to be able to win if they were going to be down that much playing at the pace that they do, shooting the way that they did, not getting the same threes. This team doesn't allow a ton of threes. The Cavs don't. And so not getting the same shots they normally would. Like, that stretch, I thought, changed it. What do you think? Wh- I-, I thought, <laughs> why do you think Kid went with, he just tried that, like, no center look real quick, and it just did not work at all? Because they're not, they're not you know, doing anything in the paint. <laughs> so it's like, hey, let's just, like, put a bunch of shooters out there and try to just stretch the floor and... I don't know, because th- that's the only way I think behind it, because you look at it and say, all right, it, on paper, maybe you want to run, get faster in the game. It's like, they don't really like do they that. Can't, they don't know? do like, that. So, you know, I just assumed it was to shoot shoot more threes, and, you know, Dallas shot 38 threes tonight. Um, you know, felt, it felt like Cleveland was pretty much by, up by 15, 20 points most of this game, yeah. and, you know, they only made eight threes in this game. So... They just dominated inside the paint. And I mean, that's what happens when you have two seven footers like that, that are mobile, that can move like that. Uh, that's why they're a lot of fun, you know, to watch. And I thought Lamar Steven, he had a, um, oh my gosh, he, he had a quote at halftime uh, with uh, Serena Winters. It is Winters, right? Yeah. Shout out to former colleague Serena Winters. She's yeah. the host locked on Sixers. I, I talked to her, she, I talked to her before the game. She's a uh, she's a good follow on social media and stuff, and she uh, had like a halftime uh, interview with uh, Stevens, and I was kind of laughing, I'm like, all right, playing playing with fire, because he had like a quote of like Luca and the Mavs, they know we're here, we're gonna be here all night type thing, and I'm like, all right, all right, buddy. <laughs> they interviewed her at halftime. He had five points. <laughs> he had thirteen. He led the team with thirteen points in the second half. So I guess it was Serena Winter. We got to blame Serena Winters too for in- inspiring Lamar Stevens to go in that second half. There was he also did have eighteen points though. There was a, yeah he well he finished with that. Uh, and <laughs> there was a moment in the fourth quarter, right really early. It was like thirty seconds into the fourth quarter. Luca started the fourth quarter. Dinwiddie was out there. It was Dorian Frank and uh, and Dwight. People forget about Frank and Dinwiddie got an and one. And Luca like finally like felt like he finally kind of woke up and was like okay we're in this like we can still we can still win this game we can get back in this and he was clapping and he was like looking around and Lamar Stevens walks by Luca to like the free throw to his free throw spot and he was clapping too like mocking Luca walking <laughs> and I was almost that almost was one of those moments like the Luca special moment where you go oh dang like are you about to wake the beast here <laughs> it, it did not end up being that but I, I was I was tracking that I was waiting for that to happen um. They call it, you know, they're all about the travel still. Refs are all about this. 
some of them i'm not for sure if it was travel but okay so there's a weird thing about this uh tom haberstroh tweeted out this uh this really interesting thing that he was he was monitoring where there's this ref john goble the mavs have had run-ins with him that have been bad where his crew calls 6.1 travels per game and the next closest like crew is tyler ford and his crew calls 3.5 travels per game (laughs) like like, i got calls three more travels per game than anybody else guess whose brother was on the cheat that was on the the crew tonight Goble. John Goble, J- his brother Jason was was on the crew tonight for the Ma- against the Mavs. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. But, um, yeah. Also, can we talk about how the Mavs got called for a technical because they had four players on the court? Yeah, that happened to the Timberwolves earlier this season, and it was just like a meme and like a funny video. And now all of a sudden, like you get a technical for it. I don't understand why it should be called a tech on the t- on should- that team. Yeah, I think it should be six. But like, if it's four, it's like, well, that's just your fault as a yeah, right. Coach, yeah, you know? you're like, just being you're, you're just being dumb. Yeah, but sure, they called a tech. And one more thing I want to bring up from today, not from the game at all. Did you see Basketball References uh, Sportify raps that they they dubbed today? No. Okay, so they came out with this thread, Basketball Reference, the the stat site that has all the stats. I use it like literally every day. Uh. It was like the most viewed p- player pages from every state in the union. Wow. <laughs> so like Texas is Luca, obviously. Uh, yeah. California is LeBron. You have like, you know, easy ones. Uh, Cleveland's LeBron. Cal- Colorado is uh, Jokic. You, you'll never guess <laughs> what Alabama is in your life. You'll never guess in one million years what Colorado is. Alabama, Alabama. They're number one in 2022 year of our Lord. What George Mike? Their number one player is <laughs> like this player page was opened more times in Alabama than any other player page. Pete, Pete Maravich, confidence, baby, confidence. <laughs> Whoa! Rolando Blackman is the number one player page from Basketball Reference in Alabama in 2022. <laughs> Blew my mind today, but I was thinking about Ro <laughs> today. That's fascinating. I, I don't, I don't even know how, <laughs> just, how to comprehend that. It's blowing my mind. Go check out Basketball References Twitter uh, and see that, because or or I I quote tweet it too. Um, yeah, insane. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. He's not from there. Like he was born in the Bahamas, went to school in Brooklyn, like high school in Brooklyn. <laughs> I don't really understand that one. But. No, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> There you go. That's how the Mavericks lost to the Cavs. Let us know in the comment section below what's one change you want the Mavericks to make going forward. Uh, Thanks for making us your first listen today and every day. And if you made it to the end of a loss, tweet at me. Mm. I'll like every one of your tweets. And I'll I'll respond to every tweet. How about that? Will you? I will. (laughs) I'll respond to every single tweet. Uh, thanks for making us your first listen today. Now make your next listen, the uh, Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reaction, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. So, boom!